The following podcast is presented by Together Washington. Together Washington, we are seeking to build bridges across divides and tell the inspiring stories of those building the common good. If you'd like to support or get involved with Together Washington, go to togetherwashington.com. want to tell the inspiring stories of those building the common good across our state. And we want to tell inspiring stories. And we know in tough times, these have been really divisive times in a lot of ways, but there's signs of hope out there. And we want to, we want to share those signs of hope today. I'm really excited to have uh, with us. We're going to have a great show. We're going to have Josh Ford with us today and Sean Muldoon. Josh is a former goalkeeper for the Sounders and is also uh, now a coach with the Tacoma Defiance and Sounders Academy. And Sean Muldoon, he is the Sounders head strength and conditioning coach. And we're going to have a great time talking to these guys. Uh, they've got uh, a really important initiative that, that they're working on. Uh, and maybe we'll get into some soccer conversation as well. You know, we had on uh, just in the past couple of weeks, we had Kenny Cooper on the show, former MLS legend and of course our new segment on the show the sounders minute with lamar nagel we did a couple days ago and now we've got josh and sean with us hey guys welcome to live from seattle hey tim great great to be here thanks for having us on yeah really really uh, looking forward to the conversation thank you yeah this is great and uh, what a great time as we're getting ready to to uh, to kick off the new season and and get things going and and I'm just really excited to to have you guys on the show and talk about what you're up to and before we dive into what you're calling the Athletic Justice Collective let's just you know have our listeners get to know you guys a little bit you know Josh obviously you and I we go back a bit and man we've had some good times over the years and and just really appreciate you and and who you are and and your heart for the community and and uh, in sticking around on the West Coast, man, I mean, you're an East Coast guy, and now you're like, man, now you're a West Coast guy, right? <laughs> uh, I mean, East, East Coast roots, East Coast roots. I've been I've been on on the Pacific Northwest for some time now, so um, I'm I don't know if I can call myself a full West Coaster yet, but um, I mean, time time is definitely coming coming to a, an end of maybe calling myself an East Coast East Coaster. I've been <laughs> back in the snow, and uh, I don't I don't fare that well in the snow anymore. So, so we'll see. (laughs) (laughs) So tell us, man, tell us, Josh, like what, you know, obviously I just gave the quick introduction. You're now working with the Academy and with the defiance and, and all that, but just, you know, give us, give us a quick uh, rundown of, of some of the things you're working on and what you're excited about with the defiance and the Academy right now. Yeah. So, I mean, um, like you said, I appreciate the introduction, um, working with Tacoma defiance and working with the Academy, you know, it's, it's great. It's great to be able to work with the youth around Washington and, and that's obviously recruiting sometimes a little bit outside of Washington um, to help try to promote guys up into the first team. You know, I mean, that's that's some of the actions that we were looking to do and complete. You know, everyone's starting to see the American player has value. Um, and, you know, it's great to try to be a part of that action of trying to showcase uh, our talents here within the you know Pacific Northwest with guys that can hopefully contribute obviously within the first team and hopefully be able to contribute um, overseas as other players have. That's great. Now, Sean, you're the head strength and conditioning coach. This is what your fourth year or third year? Uh, this will be my sixth season. Oh my gosh! <laughs> okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh my goodness. Now tell you know tell our listeners what it, what does that look like? What is the what is kind of the day to day look like for the head strength and conditioning coach? Yeah, uh, from, my job really consists around making sure the players are, are prepared for the, the demands of training uh, and games on the weekend. So, you know, whether that be uh, activation before training, um, getting them ready, uh, individual and team lifts afterwards. Uh, we talk a lot about nutrition and, and, and food and, and diet with players. Um, and then, um, yeah, making sure recovery is right so we can turn around and, and then train really hard again the next day. Um, so it's really about just athlete welfare, uh, making sure they're, they're ready to go and, and that the coaches uh, have every available player. So we, you know, are um, dealing with as few injuries as possible. And, um, and then I just support the players and, and staff as, as best needed. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do pretty much anything uh, and whatever is required. So uh, I wear many hats. That's great. I love that. Now you're an East Coast guy too. Is that right? Uh, I'm from the Midwest. I'm from Chicago originally, um, but through through sports and, and, and work, I've lived pretty much everywhere, uh, from D.C. to New York City to Miami to Charlotte, uh, and then now out here for for year number six. Yeah. What do you guys make of the Pacific Northwest? I mean, what what's one thing you really are grateful for it, and what's one thing that you're like, you know what, I, I miss this about, you know, maybe the East Coast? <laughs> Um, I, I guess one thing I, I would say that I'm, I'm happy to be able to visit and live in Washington was um, the scenery. Right? Just, like you think you know mountains until you come out and you see some stuff like this, you know, Mount Rainier and, and driving in and seeing those those beautiful scenes. Um, I think that was one thing that was definitely uh, definitely uh, appreciative. I think another part for me that I might miss a bit on the East Coast. I do love a good pizza, and I do like some Jamaican food. I think I think the, I think the, I think the pizza on the East Coast is much better. I, I, I do have to say that. And what, what's Josh? What's one place that that you would go to for pizza out here? That's that's the closest to what you have experienced on the East Coast. Is there one place you're like, okay, this is this is like the closest it gets? I've been out here for a while, Tim. I haven't found it yet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Sean, how about you, man? What 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 do you what do you love about the Northwest, and maybe what's th- something you miss about back home? See, I'm smiling right now because uh, this is why Joshua and I are are, are so good together. Because uh, what what I love about here is, is the outdoors. Like I, I'm a city person through and through. Like put me in a dirty, gross, busy city any day, and I'm happy. Uh, and being out here has really made me appreciate. Uh, being outside and, and really living by the motto, there's no bad day to be outside, just bad clothing. Um, so I've got I've, I've got two young kids, and so we were outside, you know, every day, no excuses, uh, and just enjoying the, the beauty of nature. And and what I miss is food. Uh, put me in a, in a Charlotte uh, barbecue any day, and I'm happy. Uh, so I love that, that Josh was talking about food because yeah, me too, man. I I could I could go for some food. Uh, and I, and I miss a good, good bar- Southern barbecue. I love it. I love it. We're talking to Josh Ford. He is a assistant coach with the Tacoma Defiance and the Sounders Academy. Sean Muldoon, who is the head strength and conditioning coach for the Seattle Sounders. You know, Josh, when we talked last year on the phone, man, I just we had, I remember we had that great conversation, and just you you were sharing with me just some of the things that were really kind of weighing on you, and just you had a burden heavy on your heart and you wanted to make a difference in the community and 
I know that's where you and Sean really started to connect up and, and started talking about this, what's now called the Athletic Justice Collective or the AJC. Let, let's dive into this. I know our listeners are going to be really excited just to hear about what, what you guys are doing, what you're thinking. So give us, give, give us kind of the, the high level of what, what this is. Yeah, so, I mean, I'll take you back a little bit, right? Obviously, um, within the pandemic, um, and obviously, of course, everyone was stuck inside, and, you know, it was tough. It was tough in general, but, you know, obviously when George Floyd was, was killed, you know, in, in May, that was that was, that was was tough for everyone to kind of be watching and still seeing things that maybe be similar to, uh, like, the Rodney King, right? So people would say that we're far, and we've moved far away from, maybe relationships and that they see within police within the black and brown community. But for me, I, I, I strongly disagreed with people when they would have these conversations with me because one, they may not see what I see or be what feeling what I'm feeling because in in the sports sometimes within soccer, right, it's not always shown to be inclusive to have everybody looking like myself and, and other players that might be on the, the teams. So for me, you know, conversations being had and people talking, I said, it's not true. So prior to that, I'd, I'd be hanging with Sean and have conversations and, and uh, I always wore my I'm with Cap sweatshirt around, you know, around the office and, and things like that because that's kind of how I expressed myself and felt like that was important to at least, you know, show visibly that I was in support of Colin Kaepernick and what he was talking about and, you know, the real parts of America that people do not sometimes acknowledge. Um, and so for that, Sean and I had really good conversations. We brought things together. And then obviously when that happened and, you know, we talked about Manny Ellis that happened so close to home within Tacoma, you know, on March 3rd, we really got heavy in talking about we need to see a change. And if we look 30 years from now, if there is no change and we don't take action, can we be mad? And and I and I asked some of my other friends within different colleagues, but I don't think you can, because if you're not making the change, you're not willing to make the change yourself, and you can't be expecting others to do it, because this is going to take a long and long process, and it's going to have some ups and downs, and you know people are going to maybe see changes at different moments, or you're going to be able to come on to whatever line you are on and be able to maybe see what other people are seeing and understand where. People are coming from in these in these tough times. One, it was very important that you know we tried to go ahead and grab people together that are that are having maybe the same struggles, that are seeing the same things, but unable to maybe express or be able to use a voice that is able to um, reach different markets. Like Seattle is a very close city. Uh, all the sports are very close. Meaning that there's people that you probably know easily just from having conversations and, you know, and obviously everyone in Seattle are a big sports fan. But for us in, in our field, it was, it was trying to get a hold of people that maybe are having the same issues and struggles and conversations to at least be able to come together and now try to take action, be able to have a voice, be able to see if we can make changes within the community, but also in maybe our organization. Because for us, that's, that's important. You know, what we want to represent on our chest is, it's a club, and we want to make sure that where we're at has the same values that, that we do. And it's important that they both align. And, you know, I, I, think that's, I think that's important. And so for us, we may not always be working within a team environment, but it's always thinking about how can we help the less fortunate, the people that aren't able to be playing on, on Lumen Field, the ones that are, are paying to come see. 
CF play, key player play, you know, it's, it's, it's those type of things that are important to be able to acknowledge and, and fight for them because sometimes they are the ones that are, are left behind and, and not being able to be seen maybe by 40,000 people. So for us, it was important to be able to at least have these conversations, bring up people that are maybe having these other conversations in different worlds, meaning in different sports, um, and, and try to come together and, and make a change. I love that. And I love, Josh, that you, you know, you could have just got about your business, done your job, um, but it wasn't good enough. You, you wanted to, to make a difference. Sean, how did, t- tell me kind of from your perspective, um, your involvement here. Yeah, uh, I mean, as Joshua uh, alluded to, it, it really just started from, from conversations. Um, and then and then from there, building, building off of the, the fact that uh, we realized other people were having these same conversations and, and really trying to, to link up efforts um, so that we can support each other, uh, so we can support our community, uh, and then so we can be active participants in, in making a change. And, and it was... Um, for me feeling like it's time to step up, you know, if, if I'm not going to do it, then who's going to do it. If I'm not going to do it now, then, then when's a good time to do it. If I'm not going to do it at my home where I live in my backyard, then where's a good place to do it. Uh, you know, if I'm not willing to stand up for, for Manny Ellis and all of the impacted families, then, then what, what will I stand up for? Uh, and, and if I'm not about justice, then, then, then why am I doing it? Why, why am I, why am I here? And so it was really, about taking uh, our, our values and, and our passion and um, putting it into action and linking up with the experts and, and the folks on the ground doing, doing the hard work every single day uh, to, to protect our communities, to uplift the community, um, and to link efforts, to learn from them, and then to connect with others that ha- have a platform, have a voice, and have a strong desire to do good, but maybe uh, there's a void of, of leadership, of guidance, of, of connection. So can Joshua and I help create a framework and create a space to, to support each other, to uplift each other, uh, and, and, and have a, a space where, where folks feel, feel safe to learn uh, and improve themselves and then also translate that out into the bigger uh, community. You know, because some of our, our, our folks that we link with have very big followings, right? And, and so – can they can they use their platform in, in a way that that rings true to them, um, but in a, in a way that they're they're still growing, and myself too. And so learning learning how and, and what and why I'll, I'll use my my voice and, and my platform. We've got Sean Muldoon, Sounders head strength and conditioning coach, Josh Ford, the goalkeeper coach for the Defiance and the Sounders Academy. We're talking about this important work that they have launched called the Athletic Justice Collective, AJC. And uh, just, man, really impressed with you guys and just the desire to to put, um, just go into action and you know, one of the things you both mentioned that it sounds like is really an integral part of the story that I think maybe some of our listeners might not know. And you mentioned um, Manny Ellis. Tell us the story of how Manny Ellis, that story is a part of this. And, and then let's get into the framework of what this looks like on the ground. Can you guys share that? In terms of how, how Manny Ellis fits into the AJC in many of the conversations Josh and I had over, over the last 2020, 
it was the through the lens of this this isn't happening elsewhere we don't need to look in in the in the south or uh, in other places to to discover that there's there's work that needs to be done here in washington and and there's um folks seeking justice and obviously george floyd's murder was was something that's been um yeah a a, a spark for a nation of of activism and, and work and and there's there's a case that has so many parallels right here at home from Tacoma, and so it was it was really about well we can we can think about and work on cases that are happening nationally, but but really let's just we need to look in our backyard, and there's work to be done at home uh, and here, and you know, and in terms of uh, Seattle has this reputation of being this you know very liberal place and free love and et cetera, and and. There's work to be done here. There, there's, um, yeah, there's police murders here. There's, um, yeah, aspects where our community doesn't feel safe uh, with some of the policing. And I mean, Seattle was was the city with the most police officers involved in in January 6th. Uh, you know, and and so like this, this Seattle is, has a unique reputation. And, and for Joshua and I, it was really about. Um, bringing it back home, focusing here, and and making sure we're we're taking care of our neighborhood, our community before we think about any anything else and getting in, involved elsewhere. Josh, what does it look like? You guys talked about the framework. What what does this look like on the ground? You know, on the ground level, how how is this kind of playing itself out? So for us, I mean, we're not professionals. So we, we obviously had to learn and, and talk to people and, and, and get information and, and get a better understanding of how we can operate it within this space, right? There's, there's ways that we can be either over-emotional, right, and, and things get lost to the public that you're trying to communicate to, and there's, there's ways that we're trying to now educate ourselves and, and educate others in, in actions that can be, one, used not just in a simple post or anything like that, but how can we do things on the ground? Right. Can we be more aware and acknowledge things that are happening, like Sean said, in, inside of um, Seattle itself, right, in, in Tacoma and in Washington? Not just a overarching um, global aspect, but sometimes, you know, we have to start and look at ourselves and, and be able to make the change here first and, and thinking about other, outside. So for us, I mean, the framework that we've been working on with Sean and, and everybody else involved, I mean, We've had great help from Nikita Oliver. We've had great help from Katrina Johnson about, you know, talking to us about impacted families. How can we maybe make a change and help in those moments? Um, we, we actually had conversations with Jesse Agopian within you know, Black Lives Matter Week, um, which was in February, the 1st to the 5th, and, and how that's been impactful. And Michael Bennett has been in, involved in that from the start, you know, and, and you have guys that are doing things that are more important Sorry, they are important to everyone, and they should be important to everyone. But within the community of black and brown people, it hits home a bit more because you see somebody like you that is doing something, you know, great. And and obviously, we want people to be co-conspirators, right, more than an ally, right? I'd rather have somebody in the trenches with me than just saying, hey, I'm with you on the outside. Because for us, this change isn't going to happen just by being hey, I'm, I'm here to support you from afar, but if really things need to get down into, you know, 
being in the front lines with you, talking and, and being in a situation where you have to go to courts and being able to, you know, understand um, voting and everything like that. Well, I, I want to sit that one out. And 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 from conversations with people and having them with Sean, you know, it's it's he's he's openly said like, hey, I I have the ability to sit out at times because of how I may look. Where I don't have that opportunity or fortune because of of my of my skin tone. So for me. We came up with this framework of how, one, we can go ahead and get people together to, to learn underneath a safe space and umbrella, right? But also now how can we maybe take these actions, make these things a little bit more vocal? How do you use your platform in a sense of um, there's, there's local voting coming, right? How do, you, how do you see that? How do you read it? How do you go ahead and express it to others so that it's important, not just, oh, well, I'll get to this later, right? And, and I can be, be one of the first to admit as a, as a younger person, right? I was I would, I would think about voting and say, oh, that's not affecting me, right? Or oh, I'll get to that later. Or oh, that's that's not that important. But from obviously reading and learning and things like that, you know, it's it's super important that you're getting involved in your local legislation, you're getting involved in in the community that you're in because that's where you live, right? But also some of the people that are in you know other nicer places, right, within Washington. They need to be able to help the community as well that, that they may not be in, that they may not represent, because it's going to take everybody from all over to be able to make this change. So for us, the framework would be the best way to help the community is to be there and support the community. And people, it's funny that uh, Sean and I both are, are not from Washington, right, but are taking a lot of pride in how we can help Washington, right? And, and it's the same thing with athletes that are in this space you know it's it's not all athletes are from washington here but once you come here or you come to a city where you are playing and, and things like that it becomes a bit of home so how do you make your house from home a bit better i love that have you connected with andre taylor i i have not sean have you no okay i gotta connect you guys up i've had you know andre's a friend of mine he was the impetus for getting i-940 passed which was the first of its kind in the country which would you know require law enforcement to receive you know violence de-escalation and yes. um and he he's a genius man i mean seriously he's unbelievable and um he's in, he's actually he lives in Tacoma but um man you guys I'll have to connect you guys up cuz i think there there could be some some good talk about you know co-conspirators uh, i think that could be a good uh, a good avenue for you guys to connect with Andre perfect Perfect. That'd be great. That'd be great. We're always looking to learn, always willing to meet new people. You know, that's, that's the beauty of it here. So we're, we're, we know people come in and out from, from sports, right? And, and, you know, we want to be able to include everyone and, and be able to at least have conversations with that people are trying to make, make changes. And, and that's what we want to be about. How has this gotten received from, from the club, the Defiance and the Sounders? What, 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 what's kind of, how, how is that working? What we've really tried to focus on uh, as much of our efforts as possible is, is is not running things you know through any of our respective teams necessarily because uh, the AJC has representation from every single professional sports team in in Seattle, uh, be it players and staff. Um, recognizing our, our status as like citizens of, of Washington, and 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 each organization, each corporation has has their own their own values and and initiatives that they pursue. I mean, you know, you look at like the Seattle storm, like they've been leading the front, like they're the, the WNBA is clearly out 
ahead of every other league in terms of their activism. And I mean, clearly what they they flipped the Senate, like that's, that's how powerful the WNBA has been. And, and so each, each club has their own, uh, you know, initiatives. And, and what we've tried to focus on is um, ha- having membership while our, while our common bond is, is sports and connection there. Um, as Josh mentioned, many of us are not from here. And, and can we, can we find a community here and support one another? You know, because there are folks from every every team in, in Seattle doing amazing work, and and let's look behind the scenes because you know athletes and staff are not trying to get the publicity about it; it's trying to trying to make change. And so, for us, it was just about creating a space where where we can learn and grow and support one another together, uh, and um, yeah, and, and and continue to take action and, and not necessarily worry about who's getting credit or what kind of publicity there is because it's it's about supporting and protecting and uplifting our community. We're talking to Sean Muldoon, Seattle Sounders head strength and conditioning coach. Joshua Ford, the goalkeeper coach for the Tacoma Defiance and the Sounders Academy and their impressive work with the Athletic Justice Collective. And guys, I'm just, uh, man, I'm I'm just so, uh, I'm just inspired by what you're doing. And uh, I'm wondering, you know, if there's someone listening, a listener who's like, man, I would just love you know, to get involved. I'd love to get connected into what, what you guys are doing. Are there different ways people could get involved? Yes. Yes, there are. I mean, so obviously we've talked about being involved by one, learning a little bit about your local local legislation, right? Being able to vote and realize maybe there's ways that you can, can help push a narrative, right? One, we've, we've kind of kept it within, you know, our, our, our bubble of athletes and, and being able to talk about certain situations. But we've also opened it up to people of how we can maybe help on the outside. How can we provide, you know, when, when COVID was, was at its, I won't say peak, but, you know, everyone was kind of still stuck indoors, right? Are we able to create um, donations, right? Being able to now give back. Um, obviously, within certain moments, we were talking about uh, ways that we can help impact ways uh, just from sports, from us playing, right? being able to maybe be a little bit more acknowledging players' uh, work and efforts, right? From one, our, our club was fortunate enough to let us wear Manny Ellis T-shirts and, and the Coma Defiance wear the Manny Ellis T-shirts to bring awareness to, to the case, right? So getting people involved to understand about what is happening in, in that case right now. Um, for us, it's, it's important that, the things that we do and try to do, right, by one was having uh, the Black Lives Matter week in school was to bring awareness. Um, to, obviously, that was in February, so so that that maybe not the the one for this year, but but next year, right? It's not just a the one time shot. We're we're looking to be here for for um, a couple of years and being able to now make it um, continuous rather than just being a, a one time donation. So for us, we're looking to create opportunities to one help our help our members with the actions that they're trying to create right if it's in creating uh, baseball funding for for local um, players meaning people that are not able to always afford going to becoming a baseball player or going to tournaments and things like that we, we've looked into different markets of how we can approach you know just awareness and, and, and bring in maybe a community speaker to situations where people can learn, and then also moments of how we can, you know, maybe do a bit, bit 
larger of a um, a more community outreach, right? Obviously, when hopefully things get a little bit better within COVID, that'll allow us to be a little bit more involved in the community. I mean, obviously, guys within this and women inside of this organization, like we, we have obligations to make sure that we're staying healthy, and, and obviously, the players and, and people like that are making sure they're available for games. So, for us, it's, it's certain things that require. Uh, maneuvering in the in the right direction, and and we don't want to just throw things to the wind. We want to make sure that they're smart and conscious decisions. Love that. That's great, Sean. Anything to add regarding that? Yeah, for me, it's always about uh, about education. Uh, you know, uh, I, I'm I'm constantly trying to educate myself on uh, in, intersectionality of, of different struggles. Like you know that it's not just one thing. Um, that you know, until everyone is free, then then we're, then we're not free. So how how can I continue to educate myself? And for any anybody else interested, I mean, as Joshua mentioned, like local politics. Like I I'm not from Washington. I don't know too much about it. So I've I've been really trying to trying to learn to see how I can impact the uh, you know the renting community that I live in. Um, you know, or uh, again, just reading. Uh, you know, there's Nikita Oliver has a uh, intro, a free community intro class on abolition. So, you know, that, that's an amazing resource. And, and she's running for city council uh, right now. So ca- how can we support them and, and their, their um, you know, canvassing and, and whatnot? So, yeah, to me, education is, is just a, a, a wonderful, wonderful thing because there's, there's a lot of uh, routes to go. Um, but taking action, like just not not being uh, unsure of the wrong thing, or or, or being hesitant to, well, of not being an expert. Just just put one foot in, in front of the other, and let's let's start working together. That's great. Now, do you guys have a website or anything that people could go to and, and check out more? No, not yet. We're, we're working on some things here, but but for unless I'm unless I'm wrong, Sean, we'll see you. No, yeah, no. We 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 focus on that on the action within 2020, and 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 further we get to the the uh, the pretty details later. But um, so right, yeah, right now, no. Okay. Well, we'll circle back maybe with you guys, and if there's maybe we can kind of keep keep in touch, and and as things develop, um, we can just continue to communicate what what the updates are with our listeners, and that would be great. And yeah, yeah, absolutely, and. I would recommend keeping an eye on the, the the broader Seattle sports community. You know, every every one of the, the teams around here has has rock stars uh, doing really really great work, uh, whether they're AJC members or not. Uh, you know, that that keeping an eye on on the activism here because you know there's there's a certain expectation in Seattle. You know, we there's a, there's a deep history of 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 speaking out against injustice in the in the city um especially within our our uh, athletic population so you know uh it, it's definitely out there we just got to connect connect it with it and while we got you guys here let, let me get can i get some predictions from you guys on the season josh what do you, what do you, how do you think the defiance give, give us your how, how's the defiance looking right now uh, oh, oh man we got we have a couple more weeks till till the first match but you know, I think I think we have a pretty good group of guys, good good group of young players coming through. Um, I'm excited to see them play. I, I don't have any predictions yet, right? I just want to make sure that the guys are, are are heading into the right path to be able to make make their trek into the first team, right? That's what that's what our job is is to help the players develop and and hopefully make more of an impact within the first team and 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 beyond. But for me, it's 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 looking like we have some talented guys coming through, um, and. You know, we're excited for this year and everything like that. 
Um, one, one, one quick sidebar note, right? I mean, you asked about one thing that maybe people can look into and, and work with. I've had a great conversation with Kelvin Washington Jr. Uh, he was he's a part of MUST, which is mentoring urban students and teens, right? Which is which is a great program um, to help support African American males and, and everything like that within inside of Washington itself, and, and creating an opportunity for people that are maybe in an urban community that are maybe not have as many doors open to them as others, but being able to create a little bit of a mentorship for player or people that are around their age and also like mentoring those people that are a little bit older in, in business. So allowing them to be able to reach and, and, and find ways to, to help their community. I would look into mentoring urban students and teens. That's must. Wow. That's great. I love that. Thanks for sharing that, Josh. Sean, any uh, any thoughts from you on how how the how the group's looking? What, what what's your give us your analysis? Yeah, man, I I love our team. Uh, I love our chances. Uh, you know, I I think as as long as we're we're healthy and, and people are are feeling good, then then I'm I'm doing my job, and um, you know I'm. I joined in July of 2016 at a at a low point in Sounders history, and um, since since then I've gone through a lot. So I will never count our group out. Uh, and you know, um, I I I and I think our our community and and the club expect expect excellence. So um, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised to continue to see that. It's good to have Freddie back, huh? It's great. He's a great addition to our group. Man, and that's, that's scary if we if we can add the, the Sounders' leading goal scorer uh, onto the team. That's uh, scary for the league. Yeah, it is. Yeah, good to have him back. And have you guys checked out his coffee shop yet? He's got a sweet. He's got a sweet coffee shop. Hey, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a no coffee guy. I've been living here for some years and still don't drink coffee. Oh my good! Now you're telling us. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm still East Coaster at heart, man. I'm still East Coaster at heart. Guys. East Coasters don't drink coffee. I mean, they might. I'm telling you, I'm not. I don't drink coffee. Coffee is wild. That's all. That's, all it is. It's not, that's not a location thing. It's a it's a mindset thing, <laughs> man. I tell you, man, it's been so great having you guys on the show today. Really appreciate you guys taking the time, and I know our listeners are 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 just encouraged to hear what what you're up to, what you're doing, and 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 folks, just as we say here, uh, building the common good, and uh, and you guys are doing that. I appreciate you guys coming on, and maybe we can have you back on as uh, as things develop and 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 we get uh, a little more insight of of some of your next steps. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. And then the connection with uh, Andre Taylor? Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I'll I'll connect you guys up for sure. Okay, sounds yeah, great. Thank thanks you thanks so for, much having, for, for really having us. This, is, this has been wonderful. All right, Sean Muldoon, the Seattle Sounders head strength and conditioning coach. Josh Ford, the assistant coach for the Tacoma Defiance and Sounders Academy talking about their new initiative, the Athletic Justice Collective, doing great work in our community, in our state. Uh, Thankful for you guys, and thanks for joining the show. 